If you have loved ones that rely on your income, you need life insurance. But finding the best quote shouldn't take a lifetime. With Policy Genius, you could save 50% or more by comparing quotes from America's top insurers. First, head to policygenius.com. In minutes, Policy Genius will compare prices starting at as little as $1 a day. You might even be eligible to fast track your coverage with a no exam policy. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team handles all the paperwork and red tape. If you have any questions, their team of licensed independent experts is on hand to help. In fact, Policy Genius's award winning service has a five star rating across thousands of reviews on Trustpilot and Google. Make today the day you cross life insurance off your list and get protection for your loved ones. You could save 50% or more by comparing quotes. To get covered, head to policygenius.com today. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. that music i have been waiting for a long time to be to finally play that music for you and this is trend chat i'm your host brian bledsoe um first off i want to say if you want to connect with us on facebook instagram or twitter the name is all the same trend chat 24 7 and yes like i said before i <laughs> i have been waiting to play that music and 
kind of what I posted on Facebook earlier today is that this whole experience has been kind of kind of like the most enlightening and exciting experience for me to just come on here for a couple of minutes and just I guess just speak my mind and it's I've I kind of wish I've been doing this a long time ago it just if I really enjoy doing this um and I and also I appreciate anyone that is listening that's somewhat interested in what I have to say so and now what you just heard that theme music that's I'm pretty much betting guessing that's going to be the permanent theme music for trend chat for, for the foreseeable future unless I found something better or I get some rights to some big shot musician I guess <laughs> that that actually will lend me their music or something like that maybe you know maybe if this show gets big enough I might have some friends who might want to just make a theme for me or something like that like my own personal trench chat theme so but until that day that will be the permanent theme music so tonight um just want to i'm gonna basically just talk about maybe three things and at first the, the it was only two but um it's it changed a little bit because uh um, the lineup was going to be, I was going to talk a little bit about March Madness, not in the way you may be thinking, as far as the NCAA tournament, and um, about this whole Obamacare replacement plan, which people have called other Ryan Care or Rhino Care or whatever. I've said the names over and over again before. And um, and the one that's kind of, kind of going around a little more is called Trump Care. And I noticed that the White House doesn't want it to be called don't uh, don't want it to be called Trump Care, which honestly I actually think that's fi- it's fine to call it Trump Care in a way, even even though President didn't have as much as far as putting it together. But the reason I would agree with, and I heard it from other people, and I agree with it as well, is that uh, back when you did the Affordable Care Act, it was basically labeled. Obamacare. Now, I don't, you know, it didn't go around people calling it Pelosi Care or Reed Care or Schumer Care or or all the other people or um or you know Progressive Care or what. I mean, cause the the name that stuck was Obamacare mainly because of the president. So to call it Trump Care now actually makes sense, and I, I would agree with just calling it that. If, unless you just want to go by the official names, you know, like instead of calling it Obamacare, you call it Affordable Care Act, or if, instead of calling it Trump Care, you call it American Health Care Act, or something like that. So, um, and but you know, one solution would be if you don't want to call it Trump Care, you can always just repeal Obamacare and just have a free market idea. Just a thought. You know, I mean, that really wouldn't be called Trump care because it'd be like a whole free market idea to where government gets out of health care altogether just by repealing Obamacare and then let the free market do its thing. You know, that that could I'm pretty sure you have liberals in, you know, in the media and, um, you know, Democrats still calling it Trump care, even though it would be basically, a whole, you know, a free market idea. But. I'm just saying that because in this case, there is some sort of 
apparatus that the that the government still wants to have control of in this healthcare market. So therefore, it is some sort of a plan. Therefore, you can you can name it whatever care. And like I said, the name that's kind of sticking for obvious and re- obvious and I think since you know right reasons that is called Trump care. So I you know I have no problem with that, with that with that term. So um uh, and so like I said I was going um, well I've already just talked about that now. But I will talk a little bit more about that. But also I want to talk a little bit about um what's been going on with Steve King given that he is also trending. <laughs> um and also the fact that um I actually met Steve King uh last week when I was in Washington. And um and I just just want to talk a little bit about that too as well. So it's gonna be NCAA tournament, Obamacare, Steve King, and uh, depending on what else I get to, I guess um, in the next couple of minutes here, uh, probably be about maybe about Kong Skull Island or something. I don't know. But uh, oh well, no, you know what? I just thought about the other thing. Matter of fact, it might be four things. Cause, but I don't want to talk too much about it because I really don't think he deserves this much attention. Not saying that he's getting all this attention on my on my podcast, but I'm just saying in general, um, as far as on what Snoop Dogg did and his kind of mock assassination of Donald Trump, and you know what I might say about it might be as quick as what I just said right now because it just it not not yeah it's just not really worth the time really because he. he and people of his ilk of just are just doing what they normally do. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'll, I'll get get to that later on. So first, I want to jump on the fact that it is March Madness. NCAA tournament is going on. I think it started just started. Matter of fact, with the first round, some people like to call it the play-in games or whatnot. But it's it's the first round. I mean, people want to be defined, and they're like, well, it's the play-in games or whatever. No, it's it's the first round. Quit being a baby about it and call it the first round. Quit trying to. I try to make it seem like it's something that it's not. That's so. Um, and look, I'm, <laughs> I am not here, um, on this show to tell you ever <laughs> to break down the brackets. Um, I haven't even done a bracket myself. I haven't done done one. Well, I did one just last year, and I might do one. I don't know. Just just to throw some teams together and see, <laughs> and um, just the what a the slight itsy bitsy chance that you might actually win the bracket amongst thousands of millions of people. But, um, I mean, I might, I don't know. I, I do, I do remember seeing, um, 538 projected that Villanova had a 15% chance. I mean, out of the 68 teams, uh, has a, the highest percentage chance of winning, um, the whole tournament. Now, not to really jump on more on five thirty eight, but you know this also. Even though of all the polling, I guess sites, um, they had Hillary Clinton winning by seventy percent, which is lower than most. A lot of them had ninety, ninety five, ninety nine percent, if not. And so, so five thirty eight said, you know, Hillary Clinton has a seventy percent chance of winning the election, and we all know where that went. So, seeing that Villanova is, has a 15% chance, I might look at who is the second person in that, um, in the configuration of whatever. I asked, like I, said, I haven't even looked at it 
all I saw was just Villanova just strolling down on the tweets. And so, um, but like I said, I'm not really breaking it down. I'm just saying if you want to maybe have some, I guess, some sort of prediction, go, there you go. Pick the the second team <laughs> um, of that 538 chose, and maybe that's the one that'll win. But when this time is going on during March Madness and everything, even and also when the national championship is going on, uh, a certain thing kind of comes out. I don't know if I haven't heard it so much this time. I'm pretty sure it might probably ramp up when it get close to the championship. But um, it's this whole thought about, well, look at all the money the NCAA is making on this tournament. Why can't they just pay the players? <laughs> and every time I hear that, talking about paying the players, and then you have all the liberal sports reporters, which is almost all of them, um, especially on ESPN, then they all say, well, we just you know, always want to make this case as far as, well, look at how much they're making on, on the backs of these players, and then they basically want to equate it to race, and um, then want to start talking about paying the players. Totally disc- and then w- this is where I think about as far as, you're totally discounting the fact that they're getting paid in one way by having a scholarship. Now, as soon as someone brings that up, that's totally dismissed. Oh, that, that's not, oh, no, we're talking about giving them actual money as opposed to the monetary value of a degree. The thing is, it's up to the players to whether if they value that scholarship as much as anyone else would that is going to the school. And so they're getting paid in that way to have the opportunity to play sports, play a game, and also get a degree for free, basically. Because of your because of your you know your athletic skills, you're able to achieve some you know some academic uh, I guess degree of any of any sort. So why why is that always dismissed so much? And and that's the thing I think about now. There are some things I probably would agree with, and but I probably would take it take it as far as others is when. Um, as far as maybe having health insurance for these players that that play, okay, that's I want I want to mind advocating for that. That the these college universities would provide the health care, but that's as far as I would go go with that because, but you know the uh, these liberal sport reporters would probably take it so far as actually taking it take it to you know Washington D.C. and then forcing you by the government forcing these college and universities to provide health insurance or would probably want to go to DC and have and force the college and universities to pay players and whatnot. And so that's where I will probably stop with them because they will want to take it further as far as, you know, as far as taking, making it into legislation. But, um, but that's up to, the college and university and you know the presidents and whatnot if that's what they want to do that's fine and i'm and i will advocate for them that that's something that they should do um but you know now as far as far as when it comes to 
the players themselves. And <laughs> it's funny that that when they talk about um, paying the players, that um, that it make it seem like they didn't have a that they didn't volunteer for this in a way. Um, I'm pretty sure a lot of us, if you're into sports uh, of any sort or college sports, and um, and and when it comes to recruiting, you see these high school kids be in their high school gym and have these hats out and picking their school and whatnot. They're, you know, they're, they're there, right. Picking a school to go to. They make a huge event out of it. Some of them do, you know, the high, the five star players, they, they come out there and they have their hats and whatnot, have a crowd. Everyone just adorn them and whatnot. And so they're choosing to go to this school now, if the if these players are really serious about wanting to be paid, there is a place to be paid. It's called the NBDL. No, it's basically the developmental league for the NBA. They can go there. They can go straight from they go straight from high school to there if they want to, and get paid. And probably and also actually probably will get paid the amount that people are probably proposing right at this moment um, as far as how much they will get paid. But you don't see that, do you? You really don't. You know why? Because they want that fame that comes with it too. So not only do they want to get paid, they want to get the fame and pay <laughs> at these colleges. Because if you go to college, you get highlighted. You get you get a spotlight put on you by ESPN or Fox, or or whoever that's covering college basketball or college sports in general, you you get you get your name in the lights. So, but they they want that. So really, they, it's not it's not about you know I I just have to get paid. It's not really about that. you know you want to get you know you want the money and the fame. So, but people don't want they don't want to mention that they do have options. They chose to go to these colleges and universities to play. And so if these players don't want to value what is given what is given to them as for, as a form of payment in a scholarship, if they don't want to take advantage and go to go to class, you know, make the make you know whatever GPA they need to make or whatever like that, um that's on them. So they're not taking advantage of what has been given to them, you know, because especially the ones that are the five star players, they're probably not going to stay the, the one and done. They're going to stay one year and be gone the next on to the NBA. Well, if that's that's their problem, <laughs> they're the one that wants to, that want to leave and not take advantage of what is what has been given to them. And also the fact that given that they are leaving in one year. And you want them to you want. Want the college and university to pay them for that one year that they're there, and all the resources that are used for these players, on top of the scholarship that, especially if you're a one and done player, is not going to take advantage of. So that's on. I mean, like I said, it goes back to the player. That's if that's if that's what they don't want to do, and, and if they want to be a one and done player, then go to the NBDL. And get paid there. I mean, you can get. It's not like 
they're keeping you from playing over there. So that's what I and that's what I wanted to talk about as far as this whole with the tournament starting and because that's the thing that tends to come up a lot. And I don't know, that's just something that that pops in my mind. And like I said a million times already, this show is basically about me just the the thoughts that are coming across when I'm listening to different things on the radio, driving down these highways. Matter of fact, I am broadcasting from Ocheleta, Oklahoma, which is basically, I should have just said Tulsa. <laughs> I can say that a lot easier. But so I'm basically about 10 miles north of Tulsa, Oklahoma um, tonight. So that's where I'm broadcasting from. And just want to, I guess, get into, oh, well, before I get into that, I don't think I mentioned this in the beginning, that we are now available on Google Play and iTunes. I don't think I mentioned, I think I mentioned iTunes on the last one, but yes, we are available on iTunes and Google Play. And if you're listening to us on Google Play and iTunes right now, please you know, give us a five-star rating. Well, I mean, I would like for you to give me a five-star rating or review and just share it, like it. I, that, I'm almost making this a model of mine. Like it, share it. We really appreciate it. Just, we just, you know, we're growing here. We're just, um, just trying to get more people, I guess, to listen to the rantings and ravings of a truck driver, basically. <laughs> but, um, just just glad to be able to be um to be available and have give people more options to listen and so now it's basically we are on spreaker who who i you know grateful for spreaker overall because they the one that it's given me the platform to do this podcast and go out to google play and be available on itunes and uh, we're still waiting for one more uh, service to, that will, that may put us on, and we're still waiting on that one. And if not, I mean, we're, you know, Google Play and iTunes is a pretty good place to to be available on. So I'm just I'm thankful for for Spreaker to, for the platform and being able and getting approved for um, these other two platforms to be available for you to listen to all of this radio podcast goal that is going on right now. So before I get into about Obamacare, this well, Trump care now, because I like it a lot easier to just say Trump care, but um I don't I'm gonna speak real quickly about Snoop Snoop Dogg. So so Snoop Dogg basically you know and also and when talking about Snoop Dogg, I haven't even watched the video. <laughs> I just saw the little still shot of him with the fake gun up to the clown look look alike of President Trump or whatnot. But so that's why I'm not even going to really get much into it because really this to even to even go this far into talking about it, it's kind of just really feeding into what he wants anyway. And my thing is that. I just think about real quickly that if anyone would have done anything like this eight years ago, the past eight years about President Obama, 
Snoop Dogg would have been the first one out there calling this person racist, hopefully, and need to be investigated. And we don't need need this in America and all that jazz. And he'd been out. He'd be out there saying that. See, um, calling every everything that it anything that is connected to whoever that was. If someone would have then done the exact same thing Snoop Dogg did in his video about President Obama. Now, uh, now there are there were some people who made threats like that against President Obama. And with those threats, I will say the same thing because you can't to be going out to threatening a president. I mean, you basically are just for one, for one, it seems like you still can't haven't gotten over the election yet. And you just basically are just acting out like a little child. And, and what you're doing now is basically throwing a tantrum still and doing these videos and, and you know stuff like that. So just, I, I would just say basically I, I hope that he is getting a call from the secret service <laughs> by now uh, for that. And I just, I can't, it's not like I have any confidence that it's going to get any better. Because I'm pretty sure you're going to have a lot more of these rappers, especially um, whether it was Busta Rhymes at the Grammys um, and what right now with Snoop Dogg. And then I think you probably had some other some other things that had that have happened, especially in rap that is out there just um, basically going to they're going to just take it all the way, you know, as far I guess as far as they can take it. It's you know they're gonna they're gonna have more of these. You're probably gonna have a lot more of these little mock assassinations, you know. And um, it's sad because you're gonna have a good number of black people looking at Snoop Dogg and calling him a hero for this or whatever, and saying like, "Oh, that's you know that's right. You show you show the man and whatnot." And while at the same time keep living under the same policies liberal progressive policies that they've been voting for and and continue to um get nothing out of it so so that's that's basically it on on snoop dogg yeah honestly didn't deserve that much time but um but uh you know i think about it that if we um had more have you know had more groups or had someone out there that would educate people on the founding of this country to to get more of a i guess more of a understanding as far as where this as far as the founding of our country and not the liberal twisting of history and if we had more groups like the founding project that would educate people and as far as the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution and and just know more about where I guess where we kind of started from as a country and where we're trying to to I guess as in the, as in the Constitution being the more perfect union. But um, 
I really appreciate groups like the Founder Project. Um, I, like I've mentioned them pretty much every every episode, and um, they uh they and that's basically what their mission is, as far as showing people to enlighten people on the founding of our country. And um, right now they they are on Facebook. If you just search the Founding Project on Facebook, and you should find their group there. <clears throat> um website is um still upcoming and um and I definitely just want to give them a shout out and love for them to to grow um to the point to where you would have more people to know more about our founding and and maybe we wouldn't have so many of these Snoop Dogg situations or at least less of them or if you did, you would have more people to to come out and say that's just absurd, and what you're doing is just it's um just makes you know makes no sense, and hopefully we will have more groups like the Founder Project that will come up and and help help that you know movement to to grow. So speaking of people knowing more about the Constitution. <laughs> And I guess we go into this whole Trump care deal because that's one thing. Because talking about the Constitution, that's one thing. If you if you were, I guess, seeing the things from the founding project, that's one thing you will see about the Constitution. That health care is not in the Constitution. <laughs> health care is not a right. As not as much as these Democrat media basically what it is <laughs> for the most part basically the liberal democrat media just want to keep saying that health care is right health care is not a right it is not a right keep on and just it's not it, it's not to where I, I just wish wish we could have it to where if um you could just basically have our government that fits the constitution I know that's a meme I've read before, but um, and so talking about this whole Trump care deal and as far as what's going on, the CBO has already scored it, and they said that they will bring down the deficit and whatnot. Okay, and it's also it's kind of funny whenever the CBO scores something, it just depends on what side of the aisle it is is. <laughs> and what and what you think of the bill itself before the CBO even release the figures to whether it's nonpartisan or if it's need to be or if it's corrupt and needs to be abolished <laughs> like Newt Gingrich mentioned it just kind of it, it depends on where, where you stand on the bill so but um now I mean I would definitely say as far as one thing about the CBO is that that they are making a lot of projections which is normal that's what they do but it's that's pretty hard to do to basically the CBO basically try to act like they are basically psychics <laughs> for for 10 years ahead or even five years ahead. Like, there's so many factors that, that can happen between now and even five years from now. And so you have the CBO come in and say, OK, all right, five years, 10 years from now, this is what. This is who's gonna be off of insurance. This is who's gonna be on. This is how much it's gonna cost. And at the same time, you're not even factoring in 
you know, the midterms in, in 2018, that's, you know, all pretty much that's almost a little over a year from now after that, then another Congress comes in and what, I mean, to these, <laughs> these projections that the CBO make, you know, it's, it's pretty hard to kind of take them that seriously for the simple fact that especially 10 years from now, who knows where we'll be at as far as healthcare. You can have innovations that is hap- that that are introduced in the next couple of years that may totally put the healthcare market flip it on its head. So now the thing about that it just it, it just seems like people just want some assurance. <laughs> and in this whole deal and especially when it comes to this healthcare deal, um I just it kind of just go back. The government just need to be out of health care altogether. And that's one thing that they that they campaign on. I've mentioned this a couple episodes already, but it's I'm just stating it again. It's <laughs> they have campaigned on repealing Obamacare. Some said replace or whatnot, but but, but repeal was in there. <laughs> and yet now here we are and they're. And now you have Paul Ryan coming out saying it's that this is the best chance we have to to repeal Obamacare. But this is not repealing Obamacare because <laughs> there's so many other things that are that are basically keeping Obamacare and basically creating another another entitlement and expanding Medicaid and all that. So you ha- you could have done like a one-page bill basically just repealing the whole thing you could have done that but honestly they're just afraid and don't want to do that you have and you as you have republicans who don't want to repeal obamacare i mean you might not have heard much from them or if you did hear from them you know they were other in you know kind of maybe a mixed district or state or whatnot, and um, so so now we've kind of gotten to this point to where you have Paul Ryan out here wanting to call this a binary choice. Now, where have we heard that one before? You know that that was during the election, saying, "Okay, this is a binary choice. It's basically it's, a, it's either Trump or Clinton," and. In that case, you know, that was you can make a better case for it back then, even though, you know, obviously you did have other candidates. But in I mean, as far as the reality of it, that you have the two major parties and those are the two parties most people are going to to vote for. And that's basically what it's going to come down to. So kind of in, in reality, it was a binary choice. It just, you know, it's up to you, each individual, how you want to you know how you wanted to vote so anyway but i'm just going back to that because ryan brought up the whole binary choice in this case that is a absolute lie that is a lie (laughs) right there to say that this is a binary choice like if you if if you don't pass this bill then then obamacare will not be repealed that is so false I mean, there are literally 
thousands, maybe hundreds, thousands of ways that you can repeal Obamacare. This is not the only way. You can either have this bill fail, do another bill. You can keep doing this all year if you want to. There, there is absolutely no way you can say that this is one way or another. Because it's, it is not to where it's, if this bill doesn't, doesn't pass, that there is no other chance to repeal Obamacare. If that is the case, it's not because that, it, that you can't do it. It's because they won't do it because this bill failed. If this bill fail and they don't repeal it, they don't want to. Maybe because they're being petty. <laughs> because okay, well you didn't pass my bill, so I, you know as you know, Speaker Ryan might be. Well, if you don't pass my bill, then I'm not going to help pass any other bills that repeal Obamacare. Just being petty or like that. I mean, hey, politics is petty. I, I wouldn't put it past. Him or these other Republicans who are who are for this to be that petty. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that it's not that you that there's not any other chance or that this is the only chance to repeal Obamacare. That is not true. Is <laughs> that you don't that you won't do it if this doesn't pass. That's what you're saying. If you don't pass this bill, I won't pass anything else i'll just let obamacare keep going and so that that's that's the point that that ryan basically is making so okay that's yeah that's all that was on my brain about that actually so um uh well given that this is being a, a recorded um episode tonight i am looking to do to do more uh live episodes which is no no problem for me um actually these recorded episodes tend to be done in one take anyway it's very rarely i mean i'm not like i'm doing a hundred of these episodes Uh, this is actually only the 13th but um i normally am not doing take after take after take for this, you know, for this podcast, which I'm pretty sure someone might be listening to this. Yes, we could tell because, I mean, it's not like I'm the most smoothest talker on on this podcast. I'm basically, I really am a lot of times. I mean, sometimes I write down notes. Sometimes I don't. Like today, I didn't have much notes. Matter of fact, I have notes. I haven't even looked at them. But i just been basically just going off the top of my head because that's basically what I'm doing anyway is that I'm just kind of thinking about things and then I just come on on Tuesday and Thursday which also in saying that I might actually start doing a show on Sunday only because it's so you know from Thursday to next to Tuesday like there's a four day gap like I just feel like I need to say something on Sunday and some I don't know <laughs> um, who knows I might do something I mean, I know I, I was doing the video recaps, but I haven't done one in the past two weeks. But I might start doing more video, um, doing like uh, the live, 
you know, the live podcast and doing the one on Facebook or or Periscope or something like that. But um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I guess it, you know, if people who are listening now, let me know if you want, if you, which one would you prefer? I guess. Um, but right now I'm basically just doing that and and just we see where we're going, where we go with this. Um, like I said in the beginning, this is definitely I'm definitely having fun doing this. <laughs> I, I just get on and just you know speak speak what's what's milling around in my head, and then I then I go off and now I guess the other part is also after after I finish and then I make the little graphics and type out the descriptions. I'm not too fond of that too so much, um, but. Just doing this right here, and you know, a little bit of the sound here, because this is kind of fun. So, uh, I am looking to probably to get some, I guess, have some guests from time to time, and to just do an interview, kind of in the same vein as what we're doing now. Just, uh, I guess, into talking about particular issues, something that's trending and whatnot, and um, and you know, just kind of have a back and forth and kind of have a chat, you know, a trend chat. So, and, um, so basically at the, at the end here in the last five minutes, and, um, I guess we can, yeah, yeah, I guess I go into, um, Steve King just a little bit also because, um, I actually met Steve King last week on when I had my, last minute trip up to DC and, and talk to him for a couple of minutes, uh, actually. And I know I mentioned on Facebook and that might actually have him on the show now, you know, given the fact that what has happened over the weekend <laughs> and whatnot, definitely wasn't getting on, getting him on today. <laughs> and, um, I will see maybe Thursday. I don't know, but, uh, cause now I've um, got his contact information as far as trying to, if to set something up, but like I said, given the all that what has happened with him and with the tweets and what he said in other interviews, which to get into that right quick, I mean, he, and what he tweeted about that people took, took that to make it seem like he was being racist, which I would say like, so the tweet he was talking about, I, I don't have the tweet right on me, but he was saying like, you can't, rebuild um uh rebuild civilization with someone else's babies and talking about culture basically now see i said that i'm talking about culture but see the, the people in people who want to basically be, you know the race baiters out there or the people who basically see everything in the, in a racial lens her race is as opposed to culture so if you you can read that and also hear the and then when he clarified his statements on um I think on CNN they're hearing everything through a racial lens like they're hearing everything and they're like they're like oh, well when he means that he basically talking about black folks or he basically talking about Muslims or something like that as opposed to really talking about culture and so because. As far as culture, as far as, you know, when you have cultures, you know, blending together or whatnot, if you have, if you have a, a culture of people coming in that, that 
refuse to assimilate to the culture that they're moving into, then you're going to have a problem. Especially if the two cultures are, are antithetical to, towards one another. And so, as far as when it comes to as far as immigration, legal immigration is great as long as the people who are coming into their into the country look to assimilate to that country's culture. Now, notice I'm saying a country because I'm talking about any country. Whether we're talking about America or we're talking about Italy or we're talking about Australia or we're talking about Japan or Mexico. So, you know, so like, I guess the the more basic one I can think of right now, think about people who are coming from Mexico into America. I think it's perfectly reasonable to ask Mexican uh, people who are coming into America to assimilate to Met- to uh, um, American culture, which will be the same, which is it, as much reasonable as if I, as an American, went down to Mexico. Then they would they would want me to uh, to assimilate to Mexican culture. They wouldn't want me to come down from America into Mexico and want me to and and want and well for myself to want them as a country to be more like America. No, you came down to Mexico. You came to our country. Like I mean if I was in Mexico and you want Mexico to be like America. If you want if you want Mexico to be like America, go back to America. <laughs> but so and that's the vice versa. If you're coming from Mexico into America, then assimilate to American culture. If you do, if you want America to be like Mexico, go back to Mexico. It's a, and and back and forth. Like I said, if you're going to Italy, <laughs> if an American going to uh, going to Italy and you want to, you suppose should assimilate to Italian culture. If not, then go back to America. So that's a quick one on that. All right, I appreciate everyone listening and. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe, and until Thursday, I will chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today.
Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.